0: Uh, live, ladies and gentlemen. Now, that was a better intro. I got, I got it. I got to tell the operators there. That was a better intro. That was nice. I mean, it's not as good as uh, Avenged Sunfold Hail to the King, but this intro at least faded out. They, they faded it out. That was nice. Got to give uh, the board op guys props there. All right, it's Rob Zakari. Of course, this is the Rob Zakari Show. So, here's my keys. I mean, that's... <laughs> I got the keys on the dust. All right. <sighs> Where to begin? So, uh, uh, the media has officially lost their minds. Okay? I was telling uh, a friend over the weekend. You want to know what it's like? This is what's happening right now. With the media in this country and don't forget when i say media the media means uh, uh television as far as entertainment you know Trevor Noah uh uh uh, uh Colbert uh your 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 Sarah Silverman and her uh, supposedly uh, brand new uh weekly uh, variety show i guess on Hulu that, that's also the media. It doesn't just mean CNN, NBC, ABC. It means all the media. And I was telling my friend, what's going on with the media didn't just happen. It's not like, oh, it just happened over the weekend or it happened last week. Yeah. It's been going on for about a week, uh, about a week. About a year, year and a half, I, I would say uh, it, it's all come to a head the minute Trump got into the race and basically brought his message to the American people. Now it's always been going on, you know, your 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 limboos and your savages your conservative radio talk show guys, your Fox Newses. It's always been going. The media has been able really to kind of beat them back. They have. They've been able to beat them back. And if they weren't able to beat them back, The evidence is Obama. I mean, we wouldn't have had Obama if the media wasn't able to beat back the conservatives. But really, it's all come to a head in the past year and a half. And I equate it to those movies where they have the person uh, trapped in the basement or or a bunker. And they uh, tell the person, kind of like that movie, The Room with Brie Larson. You know, there's there's all these horrible things out there. Or they don't even have to tell them. they, They just assume. The person that's captive, they just assume. There's all these horrible things out there. And this goes on for day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Until... Uh, the people that are locked in that basement and they're only getting information that their captor is feeding them they 're beaten down they're beaten down they 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 have given up their will to live all of a sudden there's a glimmer of hope. Maybe they hear an outside voice. Or maybe they hear uh, information from another person that gets captive and they get thrown in the basement or they get thrown in the dungeon. And they're told something that's completely different. You know, like those guys that kidnap the girls and they 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 force them into sex slavery. The one girl starts off by herself and then nine years later another girl shows up and she tells her things that are going on outside of their dungeon and she's like, oh my god I don't know that I would have been born in here. You get my point. Okay? You get my point. I know it's a very It's a very harsh, very harsh example of what is going on with the media. But it's the only way I can explain it. It's the only way I could really explain it so you get the full impact. Well, over these years, the people in the basement have been the tens of millions. Hell, hundreds of millions. Let's say 100 million, 200 million, 300 million people in the United States. Let's split it in half. They are starting to wake up in the sense that they're getting this this glimmer of hope. They're getting told that the way the media has been conducting this propaganda blitz is, 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 is really not correct. What they've been telling 100 million, 200 million people for all these years is not exactly Correct. So you got to remember, back in the day, and we've talked about this on the show ad nauseum, but we'll, we'll do it again, because after this weekend, I, I think it's more relevant than ever. Back in the day, before there was internet, I know, my millennial listeners, there was a time when there was no internet. <sighs> Imagine that. You'd actually have to use an almanac to get information or Encyclopedia Britannica. Seriously, if you did a book report, you'd go get an encyclopedia. (laughs) I know. What is an encyclopedia? It's a book with information. Basically, everything that you get online was in books. Big, thick books. And sometimes you'd have to take two, three, four of those books home from school. And your book bag would be a lethal weapon. You'd have about 35 pounds of books. I know. I know. Some of my millennial friends can't believe it. We didn't have smartphones. Okay? We had brick phones. We had these phones. That looked like big white bricks. Okay? I kid you not. And that's how we talked. Didn't (laughs) surf the web. Did nothing. It was a brick phone. Reception was horrible. And you only got your news from three channels. ABC, NBC, CBS. You had your local news. So you knew what was going on locally. So if somebody got killed in your neighborhood, or somebody was doing a, a craft bake sale. And then, after your local news, you would have a half hour of world news. And it would be the news. No opinions. No propaganda. it was, this happened, then this happened. Maybe they would cut to an interview, a talking head, could call it opinion, but it really wasn't. A half hour to tell the people what was going on. So, if you lived in Wichita, Kansas, or you lived in oh, Rochester, New York, if your neighborhood didn't have a lot of bad stuff going on and you didn't watch the news as far as you were concerned it was rainbows and unicorns everywhere and when you did watch the news say the world news the only thing that would get covered would be the most over-the-top story if it was something Uh, locally, and when I mean locally, state-wise. So you wouldn't hear about something from Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, or Akron, Ohio, unless it was a murder that involved multiple people, like a mass murder, a serial killer. Other than that, you get news on some random killings. So the media was able to control the message. They were able to control the message. It was very simple. Newspaper-wise, New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, and then, of course, you had magazines. Whether it was Time, National Geographic, But everything was controlled. Everything was controlled. As far as television, with regards to the entertainment aspect, like, you know, Johnny Carson, David Letterman, controlled. Everything was controlled. Well, as the internet came along, As cable came along, that media complex, that corporate media complex, started losing a little bit of their control. So it was that person in the basement who was born in the basement, who only knows of that basement and what they're told. Maybe there's monsters outside of the basement. Who knows what their captor tells them. And all of a sudden somebody joins them. That person kidnaps a 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old. And now that 9, 10, 11-year-old is telling that person who was born in the basement, oh, no, this is what goes on. And then there's this thing called baseball. And then there's this thing, uh, you know, um, fast food. And that person's like, oh, my God. And now there's a reason to, to, to live. There's a reason to fight. There's a reason to try to get out. And that's what's been happening. Year after year, the media, liberals, Democrats, lose a little bit more of that grip On the propaganda message. Because instead of just one place. Delivering that message. Or two places. Now there's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 places. 100 places. So now when the New York Times goes. Here's the story. And damn it. We are the paper of record. You've got 20 or 30 or 40 other people going BS, fake news. They're full of crap. Never had that before. They never had that before. So this weekend when Ted Koppel is doing a whole segment on right-wing radio, right-wing talk, and right-wing TV program, Destroying the country. The Democrats are losing their minds. And it all started with Trump. But they're losing their minds. Funny because the very thing. That Ted Koppel. Was busting Sean Hannity's balls about. Which is your opinion and talk radio and the opinions. And it's driven this wedge where people are thinking more of ideology and not with facts. So people will dismiss facts or dismiss certain things because they're basing everything on ideology. So I think you're bad for this country. I think you're dangerous for this country. Hey, jerk off. You're doing exactly what you're criticizing. Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh and the rest of them for doing. Me to a very minuscule extent, you're doing it. But see, this has always been the thing that I've talked about on the show as it pertains to liberals, as it pertains as it pertains to the media. As far as they're concerned, what they do Their news, their media, their entertainment is the norm. So as far as they're concerned, what they do is oxygen. Nobody disputes you need oxygen to live. You need to breathe it in order to live. Nobody disputes that. You can't dispute that. They don't see themselves as left-wing media. Talked about this. Whenever you listen to the CNNs or you listen to the MSNBCs or you listen to the ABCs, they always refer to everybody else as right-wing media, right-wing talk. But they are just the media. They don't refer to themselves as left-wing talk. Because as far as they're concerned, what they do is the norm. They're oxygen. They're oxygen. Every uh, social policy that they lobby for is the norm. And if you don't believe in that, then you're the freak. You're the racist. You're the homophobe. If you don't believe in any of their ecclesiies, e- you're the racist. You're the xenophobe. You wanna uh, kill poor people. You wanna uh, you know, want want to kill old people. Their positions are the norm. What they say is the norm. What Trevor Noah says is the norm. Like breathing oxygen to live. It's not Trevor Noah's left-wing program. You never hear anybody refer to Trevor Noah or Samantha Bee or Bill Maher or Stephen Colbert you never hear anybody refer to them as left wing talk shows left wing variety shows when the Daily Beast does an article about Sarah Silverman getting a hulu deal for a a, a ten show or a ten episode show talk about Uh, You know, weekly events. It wasn't a left-wing variety show. But obviously, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a show that bashes everybody that doesn't agree with the left. I mean, saying a Republican, forget about that. Forget about that. It's a Republican, an independent. It's a conservative. It's an alt-right. It's a Nazi. Whatever. Whoever doesn't agree with the uh, liberal talking points, they are all of these things. Evil. Because... Everybody, everybody, everybody believes, they feel, they, they, all of those things for left positions. So now this weekend, with the Ted Koppel show, and then the Scott Pele Show where he's talking to uh the gorilla mindset guy, i think i I'm, of course i'm butchering uh, <laughs> I'm butchering Mike's name, but I at least got the gorilla mindset in there, and what they're trying to do is go after these people credit them, beat them down, because it's that captive person that's, that's getting the sense that there's other things out there. And they failed. Scott Pele failed. It failed. When he, after Sivanich, I know I'm, I'm telling you I'm going to get tortured on this, one of my guys, Alexander Farvela, He's like, hey, Rob Zuccari. His name is Gore, as in Gordon. Plus, such it's Gore Such, as in libs Such, bush bags. Not Gorse. Jeez, man, talk about the butcher. See, my people bust my balls because I get the names wrong. Mike Cern. Cernovich. Cer- Cernovich, Cernovich, Cernanovich. <laughs> but Pele tried to, uh, you know, the 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 thing that you did about Hillary Clinton having epilepsy—that's fake. You don't, you don't know. You you don't. And Mike was like, "Well, what do you mean I don't know? How do you know? Well, the campaign told me. Campaign told people." and you're saying they don't lie, paraphrasing, but that Scott Pele was like, I mean, he really wasn't completely mumbling, but he did look like a retard because it was supposed to be a gotcha, fake news, Republicans, bad, bad. So it was still supposed to show that captive person that even this, Ray of sunshine. Even these restaurants you're hearing about. These fast food restaurants and these, 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 these other activities are bad. Because the fast food restaurants poison you. And they'll kill you quicker than me, the captive, is going to kill you. That's what it was supposed to do. And instead, servanich made pay that look stupid. Ted Koppel, as he's going after Hannity, and they play two minutes, look like a bitter, old, angry liberal. Who, during his era, it was three
1: networks.
0: I'm Ted Koppel, and this is Nightline. I mean, Nightline was a big deal with Koppel. I was on Nightline before. Hack Tapper worked for Nightline. So the mission of the media was to tell the captives, which is the American people, hey, hey, all this stuff is is bad. It's it's going to be bad, bad, bad. And they wound up looking horrible. And the funny thing with Copple, it's kind of like the same old recycled thing that happens every, I don't know, ten, twelve years. And I mean, people like MSNBC, the the Lawrence O'Donnells, or. Uh, the Chris Matthews, still do it, but they denigrate and they put down the Limbaugh's and the Savages or the Mark Levin's as being oddities. Again, as far as Matthews and as far as O'Donnell and Maddow, they're the norm. Keith Oberman, they're the norm. So anybody that believes the opposite of what they believe is not normal. They 100% believe this. They 100% believe this. And it's wild, man. It is. It's, It's wild watching them get put in this frenzy And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. They don't know what to do with themselves. When you look at CNN's ratings, or, hell, look at it this way. Everything that's been happening to Trump, just the the daily... Just Trump is a is is a Russian agent. He's treasonous. He's all these things. All of these things that they're doing and all the things that they did pre the election didn't work. Their normal blueprint, their 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 standard operating procedure, okay, here's how we do it. Boom, 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 boom. Here's the outlets. Boom, boom. I mean, you've seen it in the WikiLeaks, how every single one of the major networks and, and the media conglomerates conspired with the Clinton camp. You've seen it, every single one of them. There wasn't a network or an outlet who didn't conspire in some way. From the Daily Beast, to CNN, to ABC. Those WikiLeaks showed a, a little piece of every single one of these outlets. Politico. I mean, the political one is the best. Because Glenn Trust showed himself to be the biggest colluder. I mean, to the point of letting Podesta edit his, you know, his story, calling himself a, a a hack. And what happens? He gets technically promoted. I mean, going from Politico to the New York Times is a big jump. Going to some, you know, internet liberal hack site To the paper of record, the the liberal hack paper, the New York Times, I work for the New York Times and I cover the White House. I trust sloppy, messy, just a dirty, filthy hack. Just a dirty, filthy. So they all colluded. So they had their blueprint. And it didn't work. They couldn't figure that out. Like, how, how did this not work? How did all these people still vote for Trump? Day after day after day, we've been telling these these dummies. How did this happen? So they couldn't figure it out. So after he wins, still doing it. He's a Russian spy. He's a Russian. Hey, after all this time after all this time and i know i'm 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 veering off because we're going to talk about this in a different segment but after all this time they still have no gun they don't have a murder weapon this investigation didn't start yesterday according to james comey this investigation has been going on since july they're still smoking gun. Nothing. They got nothing. Got nothing. So day after day, they beat the hell out of Trump. Just beat him and beat him and beat him. And his people still... Support them. And it's driving them nuts. The media is losing their mind. They're sitting there going, "How does this, how does this happen?" Ah, we gotta we gotta fight back the 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 all these other outlets that, like I said, when it was three prime time. News cha- or, or, or news broadcasts on primetime channels, two, three newspapers, no internet. It was easy to control everything. TV shows. Brandon Tartikoff would call Les Mendes. Hey, you know, uh, what is this? We got to stay. We should promote this. Yeah, we... we... Gun violence, yeah, guns, bad, guns, bad, okay. And as they slowly lost that grip, you're watching complete freakouts. So what you get this weekend, whining to Sean Hannity that his opinion is dangerous for this country, Ted Koppel's opinion of Sean Hannity is something that should be listened to. Remember, guys, from the Ted Koppels, the NBCs, they've never had pushback. They never had pushback. The only thing they had pushback from was the radio. All they ever had pushback from they, they never had real pushback. Yeah, Fox News gave some pushback. But the pushback that the media and Hollywood is feeling now, has never been done before. I mean, just look at what happened with that slob Amy Schumer. I mean, think about this pushback. Rather, conservatives, trolls, whatever you want to call them, did it on purpose. Or she got bad reviews. However you want to look at it, the right fought back and won. When normally, the left gets away with everything. So normally, somebody like Amy Schumer is allowed to go, yeah, this person is a scumbag. This person is an a-hole. This person is this, this, blah, 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 blah. And when I say allowed, you know what I mean. I know we live in a country where we're allowed to say what we want, but what I mean is no pushback. That's what I mean, allowed, no pushback. On the right, they're not allowed to say anything. And the pushback that comes to the right is like your blacklisted pushback. Your boycotted pushback. We're gonna pull all the Duck Dynasty stuff off the Cracker Barrel stores. We're gonna suspend. We're A and E, and we're gonna, uh, you know, uh, suspend you. The left has never pushed back, but now all of a sudden, there's pushback. So Amy Schumer comes out with a new special, and tens of thousands of people, however they do it, maybe it's one person, who knows, gives her special, bad review. So now when you go on to Netflix, her special has one star, which means garbage, to the point where Netflix basically did away with that system. Why? Because Amy Schumer is a slob who runs her mouth about stuff she knows nothing about, puts down anybody that voted for Trump, and knows she has Hollywood, the media. To back her up to the point of never feeling any repercussions. And then all of a sudden she got pushed back and she was the first one to go on to her Instagram or Twitter or whatever the hell it was or Facebook and actually say, yeah, all of these people, all these haters, all of these, these, these Trump supporters, they all just did this on purpose. Well, okay pushback stuff that's never happened before never happened before so when Hillary Clinton has to get whisked away because she basically collapsed now the media tried to say she stumbled Because they don't control that basement anymore. They couldn't. They lost. Tens of millions of people saw Hillary Clinton collapse and almost smack her head on the concrete. They watched her get dragged off her feet and thrown into a van. And watch the unedited CNN video, the unedited MSNBC video. Because remember, when CNN and MSNBC and ABC, when they played the video, it was just a quick, a quick, and it was uh, Hillary Clinton stumbled. And then eventually, she had pneumonia. And like Cervanovic said, well, how do you know that? Scott Pele goes, well, because their campaign said that. Oh, so we have to believe them. We have to believe them. But tens of millions of people saw the unedited footage. They watched it and they said, man, that old broad passed out. That old broad had to be dragged into a van. That old broad didn't stumble. That's a that, that's an old broad that got roofied. <laughs> she got roofied. That was like Bill Cosby roofing a girl. Boom. Knockout. Bury the bone. That's what that was. And normally 10, 15, 20 years ago, the media would be able to control that. Because you would only see that in a handful of places. So you'd only see that video on NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN. And they would edit it, and it would be Hillary Clinton stumbled. And if Fox showed it, it would be dismissed as, ah, that's right-wing craziness. Don't listen to that. But that video in its entirety got played Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, on, on various websites, YouTube. And the media couldn't control that. So what they wound up having to do is, well, no, 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 no. She, she had pneumonia. She, she's, she's not sick. She, they never had to do that before. They never had to do that before. They never had to spend time to do that before. I'm telling you, if Barack Hussein Obama ran today, okay, he would never have made it to the nomination and presidency. Never. All of that shady stuff from his past that basically got glossed over would be getting blasted. Like, blasted. If Obama had to run in 2016, he would never have won. He never won. The media, Democrats, they probably just sit there and go, oh, thank God. God. Imagine today. Imagine today. The Reverend Wright stuff. God damn America. Man, that video, that audio would be to every Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And Obama would be getting lasted with it every day over and over and over and over and over and over over and over Trump would have destroyed Obama today not Obama in 08 Obama in 2016 Trump would have destroyed him Trump would have destroyed him Trump the, the, the heirs, the, the the weather underground, Tony Resco talk about shady land deals. The you know, Obama's first house, the Tony Resco, the, how much this and the money here. Obviously, Resco helped them. so the media is is in full on panic mode that that's why this weekend i mean guys uh, i mean i i, I don't know servonic and i'm you know not uh you know desecrating him in any way or 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 just diminishing him i mean he's 78,000 times bigger than me but he's still an internet guy you know, he's still an internet guy. And here's CBS, here's CBS giving him a, 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 a unbelievable play to desperately try to push back the people that are locked in that basement that got a ray of sunshine and they know there's something more out there than what their captors telling us. I mean, before CBS did what they did, Servanich was in, in in a Twitter guy. Now he's much bigger than a Twitter guy. He's a guy that was on on CBS with Scott Pele, a guy who does presidential debates and he made that guy pele look like a jerk off i mean that's huge and that's where the media is they are so freaked democrats are so freaked internet guys they're they're, they're basically giving youtube stars network coverage thinking that they can make them look bad and they wind up getting punked. I mean, that's desperate, man. That's desperate because the more and more people they talk to that they voted for Trump a year ago or throughout the primaries and then the general are still with them now. They're they're not finding in droves people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm totally disappointed with Trump. Uh, In four years from now, I'm going to vote for either Cory Booker or Elizabeth Warren. They can't find that. And it's killing them. They're like, how the F can this guy still have support? Polls that the the CNN... Remember... It's laughable that these people would bring up polls, polls, polls. They even admitted well, maybe uh, uh the 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 not wanting to tell the pollster that they were going to vote for Trump is correct. Maybe that's the case. So if that's the case, just think about this rational. if that's the case. If if people like Nate Silver have come out and said, okay, yeah, maybe there was a little bit of people not wanting to admit they voted uh, for Trump. Okay, well, wouldn't those same people now, after everything that's going on, not want to admit to a pollster that they'll still vote for Trump? Why doesn't that same thing apply? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative is Trump is... Uh, hugely unpopular, no one likes them, and if they could have a, an election today, they would vote them out, and see, look, here's our poll. That's why, but you got to think, that same, that same logic had to apply. If people didn't want to admit that they were going to vote for Trump, for the general, then that same has to apply to that same person who doesn't want to admit to the pollster that after all of the bashing for the past 60 days that they're still going to vote for Trump and they still support him. If that same person lied three months ago, that same person's going to lie today. That same person that lied before is gonna lie today. When that pollster's like, "So after all these things and the, the Russians and blah, blah 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 blah, do you still support Donald Trump?" No, no, totally don't. Totally don't support him. Okay, thank you. Because for a lot of those people, there was a couple issues that were really important. Rather, it was travel ban. Immigration enforcement. And these are things that Trump has come through on. It's not his fault that activist judges. One activist judge is having lunch or dinner with Obama. uh, You know, (laughs) around the same period of time that he's ruling on the travel ban. That's not, that's not Trump's doing. Trump campaigned on a travel ban, and he delivered. Trump campaigned on stepping up our border security and and immigration. And hell, you go to CNN, they don't report on illegals raping 14-year-old girls. They're reporting on illegals getting rounded up by ICE. Poor grandmothers or, or women with pumas in the heads. They're getting deported. Oh What about the, the girl that got raped? What? Don't know about that. Got it. So for someone that said, I'm gonna vote for Trump because he's gonna enforce our borders, you don't care. You don't care about anything. You're like, hey, Trump's doing what he said he was going to do. When I go on CNN and I watch uh, Van Jones and the the rest of the liberal douchebags crying because ICE is doing their effing jobs, I'm good. And if somebody sees a report that, uh, you know, coal town that some of these minds are, are rehiring again, people go, well, look at that. He said he was going to let coal. So the media is beside themselves. And this weekend proved it. It's Rob's a It's Rob's show. We're going to take a quick brag, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. Be right back. Don't go away. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. <laughs> really? You yeah. Must? Yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? really? Yes. Now, listen, yeah. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> 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 okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you okay. know how, no, okay. seriously, hot sauce. So I've, been, I've been eating... A lot of hot sauce. A lot of, uh, I've been eating a lot. Raw of peppers hot and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You, you yeah. might need to slow down on I the sauce. <laughs> <clothes>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a rebellion against it. Uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. I think hot sauce is that's my favorite uh, Hillary Clinton clip. That's the hot sauce. That's the that's the hot sauce clip. Oh, we're back to Rob's carry, Rob's carry Show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, well, listen, we'll go back to the whole media thing. I just want to kind of move on to, uh, uh, a couple things that kind of transpired over the weekend. And one of them being Artie Lang got busted. What the hell's going on with Artie Lang? <laughs> Artie Lang and Boykin, the quarterback of the uh, uh, Seattle Sea. Well, he's the backup. It's it's not Russell Wilson, but Artie Lang. I I didn't know he got busted. He was doing a a, a benefit for police, and it said, oh, even after his bust, I said, what? And I uh, <laughs> and I read he got busted with uh, hair wrong. And uh, cocaine. (laughs) I never understood these buss, which make it sound like a family member or a friend just kind of ratted him out to try to get him help because he was out of his effing mind. Because the report says police were investigate. Police were called to the apartment. Or, or th- that whereabouts. Because somebody thought they heard somebody breaking into a car. Whatever that means. And when the police showed up and they went to Artie Lang's door, they found heroin and cocaine um, on him. And so they arrest him. Like, how does that, like how does that happen? I I I I never get and, and and that's a familiar type of bust. You always hear that such and such went to so and so's, uh, you know, uh, apartment or you know stops such and such and they found uh, drugs on. Like, how does that happen? The police can't just show up at my house and then search me for dope. Uh, you know, you can't do that. There's got to be like probable, claw, claw, probable cause. No, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And Artie's on that show Crashing. I'm not a, I, you know, I just, um, I, I just saw an episode the other um, day, and it's all right, but yeah, I mean, he's on that show, so, um, I, I don't know, it, just, it surprised me, in the, the mudshot pictures, oh yeah, yeah, he looks like, oh yeah, he looks horrible, beyond horrible, like really bad, like over the top bad, but it says here, let me, let me read it, uh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, where's, where is it, because I was like, oh, I got it, I got it, all right, so, it says, uh, ba-ba-ba-ba, Artie Lang was busted with heroin and cocaine in the parking garage of his complex in Hoboken, New Jersey. According to cops, the star had several bags of drugs on him and more in his car and was arrested on Sunday. Um, let's, see, uh, let's see. I mean, that that was it. So, somebody was called because they heard the reports of Car being broken into. Like complex. Like my complex. Cops can't just roll in. And then just pull up. Hey dude what are you doing in your. It's my car. What's up. Can we search you. I, I don't know. But who am I. I'm not a. I, you know I'm not a. I'm not a cop. But anyway. Yeah so. Artie was. uh Was busted. That was. I was surprised by that. I would have thought. After he Got. Busted and all of that, uh, um, you know, drug stuff and and getting uh, booted from the Stern show, which was a gig. I thought after he cleaned up, he learned his lesson, but I guess not. Who am I? Who am I I to lecture over here? And then, like I said, I know we're doing like a a, a quasi-sports segment. and then Boykin, I, I seen this and I was like, what? How, how did that happen? So Boykin, he's on dope and he's intoxicated. Now, again, he's the backup. But it says uh, about Monday, he was released this morning. He was riding in a, <laughs> in a, in a car, crashed into a bar and injured multiple people. The woman driving the vehicle hit four people on a sidewalk and injured a worker inside the bar when her vehicle crashed. Boykin, who was listed on the police report as a passenger, was arrested on related drug charges and public intoxication. So I got to imagine Boykin was more intoxicated than the girl. So like if Boykin wasn't driving and he was whacked out, she... She must have been uh, less whacked out, but she, (laughs) she drove into a bar. Oh, he better be uh, uh, fired or Spike Lee and Reverend Al are going to be upset because if uh, the Seahawks keep him and Kirkpatrick there or Cabernac can't get a job, oh, then there's 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 Definitely, definitely uh, some, some, some some retribution going on involving Abernack and Trump and his refusal to stand for the national anthem. And then finally, finally, the Raiders are now going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. What? Uh, What? How's that for a out of the blue type of thing? So, not this year, okay? Not this year. This will be the Raiders' last year in Oakland. They're gonna do like a farewell, see ya. We're out of here. Thanks for having the world's crappiest, grungiest, filthiest uh, football stadium with the most nastiest, grungiest, (laughs) horrible fans. But uh, after this season, we're out. We're in Vegas in a beautiful stadium. So that was big. I mean, of course, we out here in California have been hearing this. Um, but now it's official. So uh, the story is ba 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 ba, let's see, uh, let's see, ba, let's ba-ba-ba. Let me give you up. A... I said the majority of the owners strongly wanted this, according to several team officials, with whom, by text the hours after the vote, thirty one to one vote in favor of the move. Dolphins were the only ones who voted against it. Dolphins, jerk-offs. Team executives expressed surprise this day had come for people who have been in the league for a long time or covered it for a long time. Almost uh, none thought a team would ever play in Las Vegas. Uh, Remember, this is the same league that ended Tony Romo from holding his fantasy football gathering in Vegas because the event was at a casino property. Uh, but, 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 let's see. Players and NFL personnel may not participate in promotional activities or other appearances at or in connection with events that are held at or sponsored by casinos, the NFL spokesman said. Uh, and then it says uh, More important for the future, the execs uh, wondered if the move to Vegas will be worth it in the football sense. Vegas will test NFL players and league employees like never before. Two of the executives said the city is set up to entice you to gamble set of scout and other players and personnel are only human. Uh, in uh, some ways, the attitude is antiquated. Players can gamble by using their phones or a laptop. NFLers uh, who live in New York City area could drive an hour to Atlantic City and place a wager. There are casinos near NFL locations all over the U.S. and there's addiction that has hooked to almost all of us. Fantasy football, in other words, you want to gamble, you don't have to go to Las Vegas. Okay. But, this is surprising. Uh, last I now I haven't been to the East Coast, and then we'll be done with our sports segment here. Just bear with me. Um hold on. Uh Lake City has a sports book. Last I knew uh Atlantic City didn't have a sports book, but I guess they, like, do they? I guess so. I, I when I lived in, uh, in New York, no, it says, unfortunately, I knew it didn't. What's See, the CNN report, fake news, fake effing news, unless this, well, I mean, this is an article from 2013, so maybe, hold on, before I. Before I call before I give them sports, the, the fake news thing. Uh, nah, I don't think there's, I don't think that if somebody wants to, to, to hit me with that, but I'm pretty sure there's no sports book in Atlantic City, so they're wrong there. But yes. Uh, everything that the article said was true uh you don't need to go to Las Vegas to uh, gamble anymore or a place of bat so that be worried that the players are gonna go and gamble you know I, I, that is is a little outdated that is definitely correct that's outdated because you just get a sports account these players just get a sports account and they get a number you know how many of these uh bookmaker.eu i mean they're they're all over the place you get a sports account and forget about it you you got a you know you're, you're you're wired in you're juiced in you're you're gambling during halftime you don't you don't need to go to Vegas but anyways that's the uh, third and final sports news on the show. Oakland Raiders will be in Vegas, not this season, but the following season, and I think that's going to be pretty, pretty huge. Huge, huge. All right, to Rob Rob's okay, Rob she'll okay, be back. Don't go away. I'm, and I'm dying here tonight, guys, for you, for your enjoyment. Yeah, uh. Build the wallet, it has got ten feet higher. Yeah. Build the wallet, it has got ten feet strong. Build the wallet, it has got ten feet higher and build a Yeah, that's just the beginning. Build the water, just got ten feet higher. Alright, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob Zicy's Rob Zuckers. That was our good friend Baked Alaska. It's an old song. It's an oldie but a goodie here. The Rob Zuccary Show. So Jeff Sessions uh, did a little press conference today. You had uh, uh Spicer Doing his shtick. Remember when you know it's funny, remember when everybody was talking about uh Spicer was on borrowed time, Trump hates him, uh the 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 media hates him, the reporters hate him, journalists say they all hate him. And remember we talked about the fact that people watched them. And then when the Melissa McCarthy uh Uh, impression came out it was oh, Trump hates it and he hates it more that there's a a woman playing Spicer of course no no facts to, to back that up just you know anonymous you know the source anonymous sources people inside the White House that are close to Trump think about it someone that's inside the White House and that's close to Trump it's that much of a low-life piece of human garbage to then go and talk to Dana Bash and, and tell something like, oh, no, I'm really upset that Melissa McCarthy's playing Sean Spicer. Oh, it's just acidine. It's just acidine. Some of the stuff that comes out, that the CNNs and MSNBCs and the NBCs like to put out there? Sources close to the president. Sources close. Man, let me tell you something. If I'm the president and I pick up an article or a newspaper and I read an article and it says, sources close to the president say, I'm going to lose sources close. I look around and go, okay. Sources close would mean you eight people. So, here, I'm going to waterboard each and every one of you to find out who's talking to Dana Bash. All right? Because you know it's all fake, it's BS. But, anyways, what I was saying when all this is going down, I was saying Spice is not going to get... what. Hey, why would Trump be upset that Melissa McCarthy is doing a Sean Spicer imitation? Well, why? You've got one of the biggest comedy... A- this isn't Rosie O'Donnell. This isn't some washed-up jerk-off. This is like an A-list comedy actress doing an imitation, that doesn't make Spicer look like a jerk. Like, like he's, he doesn't come off like he's a, a pansy. They're not making him look like he's weak. They're making him look like a, a, a badass. Pulling out water guns, spraying Glenn thrust in the face, motorized podium, knocking journalists over. I mean, they, they, they make him look like a badass. So why would Trump be upset? And here we are. Spicer press, uh, uh, the press conferences are like the most watched of daytime talk or, or daytime programming. So more people, when Spicer does his press conference are tuning into him than they are watching soap operas. So people here Oh Spicer's doing a press conference. I gotta watch the guy with the motorized podium. So after Spicer did his thing, Jeff Sessions did his thing. So he came out and said, "Hey, I wish I could do a, uh, I wish I could do a, a Sessions imitation, but I can't. He reminds me. Here's who Sessions reminds me of." Do you guys remember uh my cousin Vinny? Remember the lawyer opposite Joe Pesci. You remember him? And he would and he would talk and he would make the point and then clap his hand and because it was like that. <laughs> remember? Come on. You guys remember my going way too old school here to my millennial audience? Remember? And those are the facts. That's who Jeff Sessions reminds me of. Because he does his thing, and then he'll look off to the the left or to the right, and he'll emphasize a point, and he'll bob his head like, yeah. And these cities need to comply. And then he moves his head. (laughs) So he did a thing and said, hey, all you cities, you little scumbag mayors, if you're going to defy us, we're going to strip your money away, rather it's uh, you know grants or w- whatever. If you don't comply, all right? We're not asking you and here's where it gets muddied. And of course, the media does it on purpose. They try to make it sound like what the federal government is asking of local police in these cities to become ICE officers. Make them immigration enforcement. So in turn, you've got your CNNs and your MSNBC, you know, the, the whole industrial media complex doing the, uh, these police, they, they can't be doing this. They need to do other things. They can't blah, 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 blah. And then they get a police chief to come on like in L.A. That's not our jobs. We can't do this. Well, we won't do. And that's not what Jeff Sessions and just enforcing the law is saying. What they're saying is, listen. You pick up somebody who just committed a felony. Okay? Even drunk driving. Because out here in L.A., there's a lot of illegals who get behind the car drunk, and they crash, and they kill people. We, we got a bunch, a bunch of cases that kill. I mean, recently a girl, a woman, Killed a couple people. So all Jeff Sessions. And. um, The administration is saying. Is just do your job. Which is. You arrest somebody. You do their fingerprinting. You do the whole thing. Find out they're illegals. You keep them there. Until. We, ICE, come to pick them up. You respect the federal detainers. That's all. We're not saying, hey, we want you to go to Home Depot and get Felipe or uh, Juan Rivera there on the corner, ask them their immigration status, they can't produce any paperwork, arrest them. That's not what they're saying. What they're saying is when you're sitting there eating an effing donut at two o'clock in the morning, all right? I'm not talking about the police that are on the field. I'm talking about the police that are in the booking. And they're eating their donut or they're they're eating a hoagie. They're chilling. And the street cops come in with uh you know the uh, Gambino Vargas Perez is groping and touching a 14-year-old girl. And they fingerprint him. They do the whole thing. And Gambino Perez isn't illegal. All Jeff Sessions and this administration is saying is don't release him. So if he goes in front of a judge and the judge says, all right, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, post your bond at uh, $5,000, don't release him. That's it. That's it. The foot cop had to do what he did because the guy committed a crime. He he groped a fourteen-year-old girl, or attempted to rape a fourteen, whatever. So regardless if the kid was illegal or not, he would have had to arrest him. So there, the street cop's not doing anything extra, and the desk cop who's eating his hoagie, he's not doing anything extra because he's processing. Vargas Perez. And it pings and says he's an illegal. That goes through the system. Again, they're not doing anything above and beyond what they normally have to do. And then they get word that, hey, after he does his arraignment or whatever he's going to do, don't release him. Because we're coming to pick him up to deport him. Or whatever they're going to do. That's it. And so the media, the Democrats, the uh, the entertainment complex, they're all pushing this story that, oh, the, the Jeff Sessions and uh, the Trump administration, they're all wanting police officers to go and be immigration enforcement. And, oh, my God. And, uh, uh, and that's not the case. They just want the local police to do their job. They have somebody that is an illegal... And they go through the process of of detainer and, and communicating with ICE. They don't let them go. That's all. That's it. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So he gave his speech, said, We're gonna, you know, attach federal funds, you, you mayors aren't gonna get your money, and of course the media are losing their mind. And while this is going on, I think it's like day eight of CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS ignoring the fourteen year old girl that was raped in Maryland or or, or suspected of being raped by the two illegals. I mean, CNN refuses to cover it. They refuse to talk about it. I mean, they really do. They refuse. MSNBC refuses. All refuse. To talk about it. They refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> they refuse. So while they're refusing to cover it, guess what happened? Another illegal, a Guatemalan national, is accused of raping a minor. And this one, this one might be, well, you be the judge. I was going to say worse than the uh, Maryland, but you be the judge. (sighs) Guatemala National, and what I mean by worse, the circumstances. Yeah, I don't know worse in the sense of the crime, but circumstances and what happened after. Because at least the other two in Maryland, are still in jail. Or at least uh, they know where they are, so to speak. Disappeared. So a Guatemalan national, uh, Gambino Vargas Perez, 20 years old, a legal resident whose parents live in Guatemala, allegedly raped a 14-year-old girl whom he was dating after stalking her for months at Central High School. The victim's aunt told KETV that the teen reported the stalking to school officials, but nothing was done. The administration says they have no records of the reports. After Vargas Perez and the victim began dating, he took the teen to his home to meet his family. The the girl alleges that Vargas Perez took her upstairs and raped her after she repeatedly told him she did not want to have sex. When charges were filed against Vargas Perez in December of 2016, he was allowed to post a $5,000 bail from jail. Vargas Perez paid the bond and then disappeared. A family member of Vargas Perez told KETV anonymously that he's not in the country anymore. Nebraska judge Jeffrey Marcuso, who set Vargas' Perez's bail at only $5,000, had the history of setting low bonds for illegal immigrants accused of heinous crimes. Eswin Miaja, a 19-year-old illegal immigrant from Honduras, was handed a bond of $5,000 after allegedly killing a 21-year-old Sarah Root while he was street racing. After posting bond, Majid disappeared and has not been found. Just a day before the killing of that student, Root had graduated from Bellevue University with a 4.0 GPA. Vargas Perez has a warrant out for his arrest. So I don't know. What's worse? This girl being raped, having the kid arrested, and then having the judge let him out on $5,000 bail and he disappears or the other two illegals in Maryland raping the girl after they had already done crime and things to be deported and never were deported. Turn were able to rape the fourteen-year-old girl, and now they're going to stand trial. I don't know what case is worse. I got to imagine the case Vargas Perez is worse because he vanished. That's a, that that's that. That's what I gotta say. That's what I gotta say. my opinion, but who oh am I? Alright. It is uh Rob's Gary, Rob's Gary Show. So I'm seeing a uh, story that just came out. Just to just hit the wire while we're doing the show here. And I'm 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 really I am we almost didn't do the show today because I'm I i do not know. I'm I'm definitely sick. I just don't know if it's a chest thing, something. I got something. I got something. All right. Alabama Republican Rep. Mo Brooks introduces one-line bill to repeal Obamacare. On the same day that the House of Representatives canceled its vote on Ryan Care, Alabama Rep. Mo Brooks filled a simple one-line bill to repeal Obama's signature health care law. The Huntsville Report titled the Bill Obamacare Repeal Act. It is short and to the point. Effective, as of December 31st, 2017, the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act is repealed, and the provisions of the law amended or repealed by such act are restored or revived as if such act had not been enacted. the bill reads. Brooks, a member of the House Freedom Caucus, told uh, constituents last week that he was a no vote on the Obamacare repeal. Replace bill offered by Republican Speaker of the House Barron. Also last week in an interview with SiriusXM, uh, Brooks called the bill a horrible replacement bill. Uh, So that just happened. (laughs) We're getting that from Breitbart. That just happened. not for nothing. But the whole repeal replace was never really part of the equation. It was supposed to be repeal. But then uh, everybody on our side got caught up in the whole, well, you got to replace it. You got to replace. Why do you got to replace it? Why do you got why? Why do you got to replace it? Why can't we go back to the way things were pre Obama? I was completely fine with being able to at any time. Pick up the phone, call Blue Cross Blue Shield and go, hey, I want some uh, health insurance. And they would go, all right, we're going to send you over. Uh, some information, and you could pick from the 20 or 30 plans that we have. Okay. Or, uh, you know, Aetna or uh, Kaiser Permanente or all the other uh, insurance companies that are out there. I was completely fine with it back then. But all of a sudden, everybody got in this replace. Well, you can't repeal without replace. Yeah, you can. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yep, you can. Very easy to do. You repeal. And guess what? You don't replace. That's it. End of story. You don't replace. Replace. And all the people that can't afford health insurance will get a Medicare Medicaid via the state they live in, just like they do now. Simple. It's simple. But, anyways, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari's show. We're calling it for the night because. Uh, my voice is starting to get more shot, and I don't want to be completely useless for tomorrow. You guys are the best. Don't forget, go to our Twitter feed, it's at Rob Zachary Show, at Rob Zaccari Show. Go to Facebook, uh, just go, follow us, you love it, all that good stuff. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Be good, be safe, don't take...